who have left the faith because their parents played church. I'm telling you, that's where it goes. You play the game. Hey, tuck in your shirt, put on your belt. Let's go in here, act like we have it together. Everybody's out on that. Learn the lingo, it doesn't last. No one's going to stay there. Nobody, Gen Z, millennials, no one wants to play that game. It, it denies the power of God. What do you do for fun? Oh, you know, I get dressed up on Sunday. Pretend to follow Jesus. <laughs> Go wakeboarding. <laughs> do something else. That's not very fun. I'm out of breath. <laughs> Who was that? So his name is... He goes by JP. It's uh, John- J- Jonathan Tim- Pokluda. Yeah. He was from um, Watermark Church in Dallas. And then now he's at a... He pastors his own church at a College Station. Um, and we used to follow him and listen to him when he was at Watermark because he led the youth uh, ministry and uh just all of his sermons were like that i mean just Mm. extremely um extremely you're in or you're out you know like and that for me like the real was just so capturing of like it's so true like i do feel like especially in the in the in the spirit in the church whatever you want to call it it's like there's been this threshold that's been hit and it's like no more like no more fake no more pretending no more of i i go to church but i don't follow jesus Mm. i feel like the lord is almost like drawn a line in the sand in some ways yeah. like and it's not to say right because we're all here because we don't have it together right it's not to say you have to be perfect to follow him i think i think the point being made is just make up your mind and what do you think what do y'all think how how were y'all were y'all raised in church yeah yeah i went to the old faith so like the 90s faith which um was amazing it was an amazing church to grow up in um sunday morning sunday night wednesday night that's when we were at church so if the doors were open um all my parents friends were in the church so if we weren't at the church we were still hanging out with kids and adults from church Mm -hmm. um but brother henry was an amazing pastor he is still but the old faith and i can't speak to the new faith um was i would say charismatic i'm just realizing that you're talking about like faith tabernacle faith, yeah faith tabernacle. yeah faith church yeah faith tabernacle that's what it used the to be called faith. Faith tabernacle. Like, that's what, what i that? call it the old faith um but yeah I, mean, I would definitely call it charismatic there would be like on especially like night services somebody would stand up and speak in tongues on one side and somebody would stand up on the other side and interpret like the tongues just well yeah it was it was really the worship was amazing it was a great church to grow up in um yeah 
Why? I grew up like super, I guess, Southern Baptist. Yeah, me too. Um, so I think, I, so Chaley sent me that reel of Jonathan, Pastor Jonathan, and I listened to the sermon and it was so good. And I think I was just kind of just shaken because it brought me back to this place of like growing up, going to church on Sundays and Sunday nights and then Wednesday nights. It was just the thing to do and you just did it no matter how much, how you lived your life in between those days and everyone put on their best and you just showed up and then looking back now it's just kind of mind bottling that like people live their whole life without an authentic relationship with the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for like sure. you're doing all of these actions to look good to society. Yeah. And the most important thing you're completely missing. Yeah. And so shifting number one that mindset of I didn't have that role model growing yeah. up then to walk into that of like I love the Lord and this is where I I'm pouring into where I'm feeling led to pour into and it's completely different, different. from what I'm used to yeah um, but when he was talking about um, like Gen Z going towards authentic and um, like genuine relationship with the Lord it just made me just take I don't know it just kind of made me excited I guess because I feel like our generation following our parents are very much like we just kind of want to be people pleasers like yeah we might not agree with that we're gonna do what we think is best and then kind of move forward you know in a nice way and I feel like this new generation is like that's not right that's not true and I'm sorry that y'all want to live a fake life but I'm not gonna be fake and it's so kind of refreshing yeah I feel like, and I think this is what I meant to say earlier, is like, that's kind of the, the limit that's been hit, is this generation is like, just, just stop. Like, just stop, stop going on Sunday and beating your wife on Monday. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Like, just don't go. Yeah. Like, and I think that's what he's saying. I didn't get to listen to the whole sermon, but. But that's pretty much what he's saying. Yeah, and like, just go spend your time somewhere else and something that the lord has been showing me i feel like over the last kind of what we were just talking about um offline is like it's your heart yeah and the bible says that over and over old testament new testament all he only judges us by our hearts now does he see our actions 100 percent, right but i feel like I was thinking about this this week, actually. I feel like when our heart's not in the right place, it's like he can't see our hands. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, or he can't see what we do when our heart is not in the right place or not in it for him and, like, the relationship with him. It's almost like our hardness of heart blinds his eyes to anything that we, quote, unquote, do as far as, that like, works. As far mm -hmm. as, like, oh, I'm going to go to church just to, so I look like I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. Or I'm going to show up to this prayer meeting and I'm going to pray out loud but I never pray by myself or yeah. talk to the Lord by myself or you know lay my heart before the Lord it, I feel like he's almost like when your heart's not towards me I can't even see I can't even see you walk in that building like it does not matter to right me. 
And I feel like that's a lot of like what Jesus was trying to show in his ministry is he called the Pharisees who knew and had the books of the Bible memorized your tombs, your mm. whitewashed tombs, because that your inside is dirty. Yeah. But the, your outside of the cup is clean, but the inside is dirty. And I think that's kind of like what religion is. Yeah. So good. Definitely really I know when uh, so I grew up like Southern Baptist and I think I I never really had the mindset like this is just what we do on Sundays or this is I wanted I think I always wanted a relationship with God but I never knew what it really was supposed to look like because religion mm-hmm. was so much stronger mm-hmm. you know what I mean like mm-hmm. it was about it was about doing what is right and what you know are the the ways we're supposed to live and it was not as much it was about you know how the lord loves you and you know i'm sure all that was in there but in my childhood mind all i was hearing was don't do this don't do that don't do this mm-hmm. yeah don't, don't mm-hmm. do xyz don't mm-hmm. hang out here don't whatever it was never like when your heart is in love with the lord he'll change the desires of your heart to yes. not want to do these things that's yeah. been so true in my life but Same. it wasn't something that i could see or understand Same. at that point in my life yeah. because I had religion and yeah. not the relationship. Yeah. I honestly had no idea until I just started chasing after the Lord and fell in love with the Lord for myself that then my heart changed. Yeah. And then I started just having a less desire to do certain things and even talk a certain way and yeah. act a certain yeah. way. And then it the light bulb just went off for me after the fact. Like, right. oh, this Same. is how me it too. works. This is versus this is what like relationship a is. Rule book of don't do this, don't do that every Same. day. Yeah. It's not living that way that gets you close to the Lord. It is the relationship close to the Lord that, that helps you live changes that way. your heart. Yeah, yeah. to live that way. Yeah, that's so true. It's and, so true. I've I definitely did not. I, I definitely had influ- I had Christian influences all in my life who have put me on this path, you know, towards faith and everything, but I definitely was only hearing at that point in my life the rules and yeah. no fun and yeah. no uh, no getting in any trouble and no doing all those things and and I don't know, it's just it is wild to look back and think about uh that point in my life i guess i wish i would have i wish that it would have been emphasis i wish the rules would have been completely let go yeah i wish somebody would have just not even brought up the rules at all mm-hmm. and somebody would have said you're going through this battle you're going through this struggle you're going through this question to seek the lord for answers and i'm sure this was said at some mm-hmm. point but it always fell under the shadow of the rules of religion yeah you know what I yeah. mean yeah because I, I wish it would have been if the relationship would have been pushed earlier maybe I would have had a relationship earlier you know yeah. Yeah. I really didn't until my adult like parent life yeah, you know, yeah. where I just started really seeking same seeking on my own and I don't you know I don't remember like as a teenager I did kind of step away from church I was really busy with sports um 
so I never really picked up my faith for myself mm. until I was an adult. Like, as a teenager, I had been saved and baptized. And I believed in Jesus and I believed yeah. in God. And I believed he was sovereign. And I think deep down, I always knew he was, like, with me. But, like, I did my own thing. Yeah. I, my, I mean, I had amazing parents you know that prayed for me and all of that but i didn't really have anybody like trying to like in that time i wasn't in church so yeah. i didn't really have anybody trying to teach me about like a relationship you know and i didn't i wasn't thinking about it i was really selfish really worldly i really just wanted to do what i wanted to do mm-hmm. and didn't really think about consequences of my actions or you know i made some really horrible decisions Um, we've all been there yeah um horrible life decisions and it's nobody's fault but mine i was an adult i just it was just almost like i didn't even think about it and that sounds horrible like now to say but it wasn't until after um we had kids that i was like I mean, having kids will just bring you to your knees. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it really will. <laughs> Preach. Um, but so thankful, you know, that I was able to pick that up and learn how to walk that out. And freedom had a huge piece of that, which oh, really sure. breaks that bondage of religion mm-hmm. and leads you into a relationship. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to, you know, pursue that relationship on my own and I think sometimes too we all want it so fast like once the lights our eyes are opened and we're like oh like the Lord has a plan for me he has a purpose for me a calling for me he loves me he's with me always and he's always speaking to me we're like oh well I should be doing this 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 and this I should be I I should have all these gifts and I need to go tell everybody and and the Lord's like Oh no, this is going to be a hundred year process. <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's kind of like when you make that switch, like when you're trying not to have kids, but then you make the switch to you're trying to have kids. And then you have, you know, you're intimate one time and you're like, why am I not pregnant? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like that same thing. Like, why? I prayed, like, why didn't this miracle happen? Right. It's like you're, but it's such a process. Like that sanctification is such a process, but. What else did he say in the sermon that was... Um, I'm trying to think. I don't mean to put you on the spot. I know. (laughs) I'm trying to think what else he said. Um, I can't remember now. (laughs) It's okay. Sorry. His stuff is good. He he wrote a couple books. Um like he wrote a book on singles because he did spend so much time in like a youth ministry and um i can't remember the name of the book but if you just google jonathan pokluda book i'm sure it'll come up there's but, one book it's called what is it like what do i do that might be his latest what do i do when i don't know what to do yeah that might be his latest and then there's yeah and then another another one's basically on dating um and uh yeah there's that one outdated i love that last one dating and 
uh, he wrote he wrote another one called Welcome to Adulting: How to Navigate Basically That Transition from Post College oh, yeah. to Becoming an Adult. I really could have used that at that time. <laughs> um, outdated. His perspective on dating is basically like essentially everybody thinks that there's like this one person for them Mm -hmm. and it's like if i don't marry that one right person then my whole life will be altered and in some ways that's that is true but his perspective is is just because you don't feel these butterflies and get goosebumps when that person talks to you does not mean that that person is not someone that you would be compatible with Mm, to spend the rest of your life with if both of you are submitted to jesus Mm -hmm. and both of you have like core values in common you can make that work like you can that person can be your one person marriages work regardless if you marry the person that gives you the butterflies or not i mean it's just a ton of work yeah so his point is like you know he's like i've counseled hundreds of women uh, like girls yeah. you are like well he's not six four and he doesn't make six figures you know and he's like get over yourself yeah like that's not it's not realistic you know you need to take does he have a good family like would he love me and adore me and put my needs before so his good. own needs like does he love jesus what is his relationship with jesus like does he just say does he just go to church? Kind of like what the clip said. Does he just show up to church? Or does he have a relationship with yeah. Jesus? Like, look at these things. Mm-hmm. And any man that is submitted to Jesus is easy to fall in love with. That's it's good. like easy to follow. I have it, to go back and listen if, to Yeah, to that. This. Yeah, it's really good. I think really you did good. series on it. I think so, too. Um so when i i mean it's not a ton of times but like when we do hang out with people that are single and they're like oh i'm looking for the one i'm like go read this book (laughs) (laughs) that's good um but yeah i think that religion versus relationship um especially in the bible belt is just a huge stumbling block yeah and i mean there are some denominations that are so rigid in the religion part that, you know, I think if you, you almost get lost. You in get it. lost. Yeah. And you, those are some you deep lose, calls too. You actually like make yourself lost. Yeah. You know, because, because you get caught up in it. Yeah. One thing that I heard, I think it was from Graham Cook. Um, he said, there's nothing that you can do to make the Lord love you more, and there's nothing that you can do to make the Lord love you less. Mm. And I struggled with that when I first heard that. I wrestled with that. And I yeah. was like, what do you mean there's nothing I could do to make him love me more? Like, what if I do the right things? Yeah. What if I, you know, am a good person? What if I read my Bible? Do you mean there's nothing I could do? But really, once I learned that truth... I was like, there really is nothing I could do. Hmm. Like, there really is nothing that I could do either way to make him love me more. There are things that I can do to make me love him more. Hmm. That's good. And get closer. And get closer. It's like what we talked about a couple weeks ago at group. It's like, I can't tell you what happens, but I know for two years plus, I've sat in a room really 
early in the mornings and I read my Bible and I'm different. Mm -hmm. But I can't tell you how it happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just know that's what has happened. That's so good. Which is like the testimony of like the Bible is a lot. Like the word is a lot. Yeah. And when we do, quote unquote, things that draw us closer to him, he changes our hearts. That's so good. But we can't do it out of religion religion i do it because i want to do it to do it yeah yeah and i think that's kind of hard to teach your kid like how do you teach your kids that i wish that when i was a kid i would have been more directed on finding out what my purpose and god's will for my life was instead of thinking about how i was gonna provide for myself and make money for the rest of my life (laughs) you know like i wish that would i know that you like you need to teach your kids how to work and sustain their living and you know be adults Mm -hmm. and stuff but i kind of think that was something that just kept my mind not focused on the lord because when, when you're high school college you know you're thinking about what are my interests what am i gonna do with the rest of my life like what am i gonna major in what am i gonna what degree am i gonna get and and I know that I let that take up a lot of my but time if, and mental yeah, focus. But if I you wish were I would have to the Lord. If I would, yeah, if I would have been thinking about my relationship with the Lord, and I would have been putting Him in that, and thinking how how do I become an adult in a way that glorifies Ye? Like, what do yeah. You want me doing? There's no telling. I, I don't know what I'd be doing right yeah. now. There's no telling what I'd be doing. Yeah. I definitely don't. I definitely think it'd be something. If I would have been asking that question, then it yeah. probably would be different than what I'm doing now. I'm happy with what I'm doing now, but I'm also just aware that I didn't have that relationship then. Yeah. I don't know. It just wasn't. I guess I was. I was in a Christian school and I was in church and I was surrounded. I was surrounded by godly people and uh, all that. But I definitely was just getting dressed on Sundays and yeah you know like you said you believed in the Lord and I think I probably said I believed in the Lord mm-hmm. but I bet my doubt probably it was it probably wasn't genuine belief it was mm-hmm. probably what I was just supposed to say at the time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's good yeah and that's like making your faith your own you know I think that's the exciting thing is like I feel like in these last 10 to maybe even 10 years like the barriers of religion have just been mm-hmm. blown yeah open yeah. and yeah. people are having real conversations um yeah i can't imagine having some of the conversations that i have with like my nieces that are just open like this generation just splurts it out like mm-hmm. what the details are that they're going through and i can't imagine sitting down oh. in my parents generation having this conversation so i think that it's a very exciting i don't know yeah yeah i don't i think that with our kids there's just this i don't know generational openness maybe of like this is where Mm -hmm. i'm at like vulnerability yeah yeah and it's not really it's not looked down upon to talk about those things now yeah so i think that that's where the closeness of the lord you know Mm -hmm. especially with our kids of like Mm -hmm. and i feel like especially as a woman you're like you're supposed to cheer in high school then you go to a four-year college mm-hmm. that you know everyone's going to and then you meet someone in college and mm-hmm. you get married and then it's all of a sudden you need to have babies right after you get married and yeah. it's like that's just not the jam nowadays yeah. it's like you don't have and if you didn't follow that then you're like 
I not want to go to yeah. church on Sunday. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I remember feeling like a failure because I did not meet my person in college. And yeah. I remember being like, what am, what am I supposed to do now? Because I always just assumed. Yeah. I, and I don't even know where I picked it up from. I just assumed. It's like this t- timeline is like stamped on you. But yeah. I feel like nowadays. It's not as bad. Yeah. 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 Mm. Where did y'all meet then? We met at a wedding. Oh. We went at a wedding in uh, Florida, and but we both lived in uh, Dallas. But we were both in a How wedding in Florida. Weird. He was a bridesmaid. He, he was a, a bridesmaid. bridesmaid. <laughs> <laughs> and I was a groomsman. He was a groomsman, and I was a bridesmaid. Yeah, it's not a beautiful story. I mean, when you tell the highlights, people are like, "That is the coolest story." And I'm like, if I told you all the details, you would be like, "Oh wow." Um. But yeah, it was definitely it was it was really good. It was a I feel it was a God thing for sure. Yeah. Um and now that I'm married to Paul, I can I'm so glad I waited. And I'm so like I know like that was ordained, you know. But it's I don't know. One of those things I guess. Yeah. And her and Kyle met in high school. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've talked about this. Yeah. We've officially been lived our life more together than wow. <laughs> that's that's cool. amazing. I know. That's it's crazy. Sweet, though. That's crazy. Yeah. And he was raised in like a charismatic. Mm-hmm. Was Taylor raised in church? No, Taylor had. Taylor had some friends who had some like church influence on his mm-hmm. life that, where he you know they had like a group of guys that went to church um one of the dads was a pastor and they would all go to his church together yeah. on sundays but it, i guess our like biblical upbringings so different because yeah. i had like the christian school that had like the classes where yeah, we you know we learned like we memorized scripture we yeah. had the books of the bible we had yeah. we had all these we had greek classes like yeah. we had that foundation there yeah. of the bible that you know i guess now i'm in this i don't know i'm kind of in this spot where i see how it benefited me a lot but i still also see how easy it was for me to fall short in my own yeah. relationship yeah. you know yeah. because even though i had all these things there it still wasn't it somehow still wasn't enough to get through my thick skull because it, like <laughs> you know? to me that's just total proof it's a heart thing it it's is not a mind thing it's a heart thing and i think your parents like have the right had the right thing in mind is like oh we'll <gasps> surround oh they did them they in this did. in hopes yeah. that right yeah. like i totally understand that right but it is just proof that all the knowledge in the world won't change your heart it definitely was me just becoming you know on my knees in situation where i was like hey i can't do this on my own and deciding i'm gonna petition i'm gonna petition the lord about this and just see what happens and making the decision i'm gonna like i believe in prayer and you know and i always i worshiped at church and uh, I knew scripture, even though I wasn't really reading my Bible at the time. But I decided I'm gonna, I'm gonna worship and pray 
every single day yeah. and that was kind of where I started Same. and every night when I would you know Taylor was gone and working night shift and not home a whole lot so so for me I was home alone with my little boy and I was just in a bad place and I would just I would just <laughs> belt out in like worship songs through my yeah. house yeah and I would I would sing like when I was holding him rocking him to bed like I would sing worship music and I yeah, would, that's how I, would um, I would pray out loud like holding him rocking him mm. to sleep and getting in this routine of doing that I just started really seeing answers to my prayers and yeah. answers that I was asking for and getting closer to him and hearing you know going to church and hearing sermons that were for you yeah right. you know, like I did I felt like I hadn't had a whole lot of those like it was really hit or miss with church like I was going I was trying to learn but I wasn't really getting that like oh that was for me and now it's like every single sermon I'm, yeah. I'm like man I really needed that like that was for me you know and uh he's like I don't know who this is for but I'm like it's for me everything's for me <laughs> but what about like in today's um cultural environment where there are certain people who quote unquote don't feel welcomed because of maybe their sexuality or their decisions i feel like all of that is getting a little bit more complicated yeah like with the talk of religion and you know some churches have rainbows that they fly yeah. on the outside and then you have some people who are in relationships and they're like i will i believe in jesus but i don't feel welcome to church and it's just like this this is so awkward and then you have people who are like uh you are a christian like y'all are so mean and so rude and so rigid and it's like no and so it's like it's just i feel like it's just this really awkward balance right now i agree have it fallen into this place with all this stuff where if the lord has not convicted me on it then it's not my problem and I'm kind of in a place with that with all the cultural stuff going on and everybody feeling like they need to pick one side or the other like I'm not picking anybody's side I'm not picking any of it because like we've already talked about how the Lord changes your heart when you get close to him it's not the other way around right it's not us telling anybody anybody what we think is right or wrong or what you know even telling them what scripture says like we're not we're not meant to change people's minds we're meant to just point them to the lord and he changes it on their own so like how we've talked about already that you know we the things that we desire and want now are completely different than the things we desired and wanted before the lord it's like you can say this is what the bible says and this is what you know they called it here all day long but that doesn't reach people mm-hmm. it doesn't draw anybody closer to the lord it mm-hmm. doesn't prove a point in my mind i i have people i love dearly that you know believe completely different than me and i just have to look at them like you know i don't know i don't i i don't know everything and i know that the lord loves you and i know that I know that my convictions and my my issues and my problems that I deal with are different than the ones that you're mm-hmm. dealing with and the convict like you feel so strongly about this thing mm-hmm. that I've never dealt with in my life. Mm-hmm. So right. I just kind of look at it like that. Like I don't 
I don't know. I used to think I had to figure it out. I used to think I needed to know how to respond in those in those situations and those beliefs and stuff because you know we can quote scripture and interpret you know the bible and stuff and know what it says but none of that none of that was gonna grab anyone's heart and and even though and and in my mind what was it that uh christine came what did she say she was like the sin that you don't deal with is the one that you can you know talk about she said she made a comment in that sermon that i watched Uh and she was like i feel all day about you know you have the loudest opinions when it's the sin you don't even deal with or something like that yeah and i thought i believe that you know i believe that so much yeah i could totally see that like you have such you're so you have such you know big opinions about Something that you've that never you even faced. faced. You know, it's like people without kids have so, so much parenting advice yeah, to yeah, give, yeah. but they don't have any kids. And, you know, they may yeah. want kids or want to be good parents, but it's completely different. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I remember being like, I don't know, maybe like 21 and being out in public and be like, oh, those kids are crying. My kids would never. Kids I would never, never let my kids oh. cry or throw fits. Oh, my God. Now my kids are the ones. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I left. I, I didn't leave Walker, but he was throwing a fit in the floor in Target the other day, and so I just like turned the corner. I was like, "Okay, bye." And this lady was like, "Did you leave him?" I'm like, "No, I'm standing right here talking to you." But she, it was just very funny. I yeah, was everybody laughing. has an opinion. Everybody like, has an opinion. But I agree with that. Yeah, yeah I think I'm the same way. Heard um, somebody say, and I can't remember where, but. It, Essentially, belonging leads to believing. You're never gonna Bible smack somebody and then just be like, oh, okay, y'all just believe what you believe. But when you can create a safe place for people and you can love them for where they are, I agree. Then when they watch you face, you know, struggles, obstacles, trials, tribulations, and the love that you still have for the Lord in those, like, belong giving someone a place to belong leads them to maybe even being open to believe what you believe yeah mm-hmm. yeah so once i, think I heard the same. that i thought okay that makes a lot of sense uh-huh. yeah I i'm agree. always a true believer um it's a pc that says it about the lord just wants your heart he'll deal with the other stuff later yes yeah, yeah. and i, I just think, think he's the first one i've heard approach yeah things so good yeah. i thought that's on that first video we watch in freedom and that's something that always is sticks with me and that's the line that i use now when i bump up against people who are like well what about this i'm like he really only wants your heart and i feel like he'll just deal with the other yeah, stuff i feel later. like he's such not feel like he is such a loving god mm-hmm and he's so gracious that I'm like, I don't think there's any level to that. I think yeah. that if you just sit with him and there's a closeness and a real authentic relationship, like all that stuff is naturally going to come out because yeah. we're naturally drawn to him at some point, whatever that takes everything else is going to be addressed yeah yeah and i think some people are like well you know why would god make people a certain way and then you know make them suffer in those types of way but then you have to be like he sent his own son and like watched his own son suffer and watched his own son get beatily beatily that's not a word brutally <laughs> beaten sorry guys <laughs> beatily, beatily brutally, uh, brutally beaten like 
so of course we will suffer like of course there will be and I just what feel, seems to be yeah. I was gonna say I feel like we live in the day where like confusion is in our face all day long mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and so once you let one of those pieces agree with you mm-hmm. and it just flusters and yeah. you're not filled with truth in any avenue but people wise or I guess resource wise just imagine why there's so much confusion in our world yeah. today yeah I will say I, I guess I've kind of gotten out of my little bubble here recently and man I'm like, oh my goodness I did not oh wow but then you ask people questions and you start to see like there there's no anchor they yeah. have no anchor for their soul their parents aren't their anchor their yeah. spouse isn't their anchor their job isn't their anchor they have no what you said the the one who is the truth and the way and the life they don't even have a blip of that mm. in any aspect of their life and then we're wondering why people are so confused yeah mm-hmm. what's the saying now your truth yeah my truth my god my oh, my jesus my god my yeah. i've just about decided i don't have to figure it everything out yeah. Like I, yeah I like knowing i like knowing my where i stand on certain things that i have dealt with and been through like i uh like i know that i believe that every life is a value you know yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. but but i know there was a time where I believed in the Lord and I I would have said, you know, I can see the circumstances where I haven't been in that Mm -hmm. this decision would obviously seem like the best choice for somebody. Mm -hmm. And I I still really sympathize with that with that choice. And then I've also, you know, lived life and had a NICU baby Mm -hmm. and adopted a baby and now fostering a baby and so I had somebody ask me one day if I believe about um, life the way I do because of my religion or because of our life circumstances. Uh-huh. And I've, I was like, you know, I don't really know. I yeah. think both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think both, but I didn't get there. I didn't get there because of, I don't know, I, had a, I, I still have just so much sympathy for women in these decisions and yeah um but i think i have figured that out for myself yeah whereas some of the other big topics i haven't figured out and i'm fine with not figuring that out <laughs> yeah. you know what yeah. i mean like they're so yeah. they're so murky and so sticky and yeah. you just have to go through yeah you have to like really fight this battle in your mind to figure yeah. it out and, and I, I also feel like the bible's pretty black and white about a lot of things but then i feel like but then the Lord said, or Jesus says, but first love. Yeah. And so that's just my yeah. take on everything is like, but first love. Like, yeah. let me love you where you are. We've all been to that place. Yeah. Sin is really like all the same level. Yeah. And my sin is no better than yours. And yeah. so let me just love you and the Lord will work everything else yeah. out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I've told my dad before that I like watching I like watching politics and stuff and he's like i can't give up with all that garbage and i've like i'm watching it because i am watching hearts change i'm watching the revival happen like yeah. i want to be on the front row when this thing finally takes off because yeah. it just feels like 
everybody's stirring you know everybody's everybody's just really fighting with something right now that everybody's trying to figure something out and i have not maybe it's just because i'm an adult and i'm a parent now but but i haven't felt like society as a whole has ever been this stirred up about Mm, anything before yeah and I feel like There's it pros is and cons to Yeah. <laughs> I feel I feel like it is just I feel like it's the Lord moving. Oh, like for sure. even though it yeah. feels like chaos, I know that every time every time that I have been on my knees before Christ with something that I can't solve, it's because I have been in chaos that I can't get out of. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I am I'm paying attention and I'm watching some of this stuff because I think that's what's coming. Mm -hmm. And it makes me a little hopeful. Like, even though we're in this crazy place in the world right now, like everything just feels like it's just going up in flames. I feel like it is setting us up for this move of the Lord and the Holy Spirit like we've never seen before. That's great. That's amazing. That's what I'm watching. So even though it makes me think, oh, this is too much, I'm just, I'm just like, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I almost am at a place where I can, I can watch and pay attention right now, and it doesn't get the best of me. You know, yeah, like it doesn't really get me. That. I cannot watch politics <laughs> well, I, around someone or something or even a place where like, the majority does not agree with me. I get all kinds of heated, like. And that's immaturity on my part, and I'm aware of that. <laughs> but, like, I can't. I just can't. Um, We're so polarized. Yeah. We're you so know. polarized. And, and it's not, like, uh, mine are, like, more, like, stupid things. Like, I couldn't go to an Alabama home game and be surrounded by that many Alabama fans. Like, that would actually, like, kill me. But I can go to an <laughs> Auburn home game. Like, but, like, that's what I mean. Like, people that disagree is petty things. If it were, like, eternal things, I think now and, like, you know, when the abortion um, law was passed, was that last year? or Yeah, middle of last middle, year. Summer yeah. of last year. And, you know, the, the right side was like, yes. And the left side was like, oh, no. And I was just like, has anybody asked Jesus what he thought? Yeah. Like, that's where the answer is. Like, the answers, mm-hmm. Jesus has the answer. And I'm not saying, you know, to take life is the answer. I'm just saying, like, you know, it becomes this chicken and egg, like, well, what about the mo- like? Well, then, what about did you did anybody stop to maybe think of the trauma that the lady had been through? Like, whether it was consensual or not, that's still a heavy, yeah. heavy, heavy decision. Like, could we just stop before we like point all these fingers and mm-hmm. like could we just listen maybe first and then could we? come up with like could we just stop pointing yeah. all the you know like yeah everybody everybody points to like that to like one specific thing and there's like this is the I don't know there's some people for just I don't know I could go for days about this I could too. but no. but it is um I guess the parts that I think about and I think a lot of like people that are on the life side of it think about is just the how convenient and casual that is been made right now you know yeah i have a problem sure. with that yeah, for sure and when yeah. it used it used to be that it was like the rare you yeah. know cases and yeah. circumstances and those really hard 
moments like you're yeah. talking about and now it's kind of turned into like a, a fast form of change. birth control or yeah. something yeah. yeah and um and i don't know that's where i think we get so polarized because one I, side says but i think it goes too with like the other cultural you know uh gender i mean um what do you call it sexuality yeah confusion and questions and people wanting to change their biological genders it's a very i feel like similar conversation to Mm -hmm. have like okay well could we just stop and like let's ask some questions here like before we're just like yeah you know and i'm not saying that it's right i'm just saying like if we what's the jesus approach yeah have we asked ourselves that question that's definitely where i think the church probably misses the mark a little bit because we are so uh, we are polarizing it more Mm -hmm. when we need to be when we need to i'm not saying like affirming or doing all the things but just like you don't even have to say that you believe that but you don't have to make it polarizing like you don't have to make it like a reason for somebody not to come to church on sunday like i mean i don't know i kind of yeah and like you said i don't have the answers i just am like i know the one who does and could we all just sit at his feet and like my biggest question is has anybody asked yeah you know like yeah instead of like taking taking sides but i mean we won't solve it all today, but we know the one who can. Amen. So. Amen to that.